Welcome to Spiritual Sisters Collective Raw and Real with me, your host, Lisa Williams, where we're going to talk about spirituality, mental health, and well being, and so much more. Let's get on with today's show. And today we have another beautiful spiritual sister in the house. Please do introduce yourself. Hello, and my name is Deborah, and it's just so lovely to be here with you today, Lisa. I'm so excited to talk to you and, um, yeah, share a little bit about my story and my journey. So, yeah, well, I've had the absolute pleasure of meeting you in person. Mm. And before we get going today, there's certain people that come into our lives that I felt like I'd known you forever. Because I could, I, I spoke this, I told you this, that I could sit with you in complete and utter silence and feel so comfortable. And yet I could just talk, talk, talk as well and also feel so, so comfortable. You just have that that way, that energy about you that is just so beautiful where you feel people, you make people feel so relaxed. It was just amazing. So was, I said this to Beck, who was also on your niece. <laughs> My niece, yes. <laughs> yeah, your niece. And I was like, she's just just the beautiful, like uh, almost like an earth angel. I just gravitated towards you straight away. So tell me a little bit about your story because we have similar, um, the people pleasing thing that might come up um, mm. at some point in the story. <laughs> tell me a little bit about your journey. Well, so thank you for all those really lovely things that you said about me. That means a lot to me that, uh, you know, that was what you got from me because that was um, not always the energy that I lived in. <laughs> like that. Um, so, yeah, I, I was a very insecure child. I had a good upbringing. My parents loved me very, very much. But um, for whatever reasons, I had a lot of insecurities and I took those insecurities into my adulthood and um, um, I managed to get myself into a very abusive relationship through the neediness and the insecurity and like you say I was an absolute people pleaser I totally lost myself because it would be very much um, I wouldn't listen to I wouldn't listen to myself at all it was very much, you know, my whole thing was very much about what do you need from me? Who do you need me to be? What do, what do you need me to do? Because I felt so insecure in myself. I didn't feel good enough. And I wanted, I was desperate for people to like me. I was desperate for people to love me. And so I totally sacrificed myself and lost myself trying to be what other people needed me. Well, I thought needed me to be yeah and it got me into terrible trouble <laughs> um, yeah I I had three children in that relationship um and they did not have a good childhood and all I'd ever wanted when I was a, when I was little all I'd ever wanted was to be a mom I'd all I'd ever wanted I hadn't got big ambitions to be anything at all I just wanted to be a mom I just loved that idea and um so there I was with these three children and making a really really terrible mess of the whole thing so that kind of added to the whole how much I despised myself and then I would try even harder <laughs> in the totally what I see now in totally the wrong direction I just tried harder and harder to find love and to to be liked um and just made the mess worse and worse and worse <laughs> I'm sure there's many ladies listening into this podcast who can resonate 
you know, I fell into the trap quite early on of being a people pleaser, um, unconsciously at first. And then it's kind of a pattern that's very hard to break, isn't it? Um, until even when you're aware of it, it's really difficult. And I was always like, I just wanted everyone like to like me. I was like, well, I'm a good person. Why wouldn't you like me? And every time I put so much into relationships, it would backfire. And I never quite understood what I had done wrong. Um, and that that went on for pretty much most of my life, probably only till about five years ago, I was very much in that in that state of being a people pleaser. And I would say now, I'm probably a 90% recovered people pleaser, but I feel <laughs> I do feel it creeping in every now and then. I think once it's in you, sometimes it does sort of creep in, doesn't it? How do you feel that, where was the point where you felt that, you know, enough's enough, I need to break free of, of this? Well, what happened to me was um, after I found myself in a, a women's refuge and um, I was having to try and rebuild my life. Um, and it was at that point I was um, I was actually cleaning holiday cottages, would you believe? I live in a beautiful part of the world. I live in North Devon. It's really beautiful here. And I was cleaning holiday cottages and I would just listen to anything positive that I could find because I wasn't, you know, my state of mind was not good. And I was desperate to find a way to, to turn my life around. And I actually heard something um, in a recording and I really, really heard it deeply. It had a massively profound effect on me. It was like night and day, like I went out that morning to clean this holiday cottage. And then and in this, what I heard in this spiritual message, and this was the first time I'd ever really come across, I, I was never, I would never have considered myself a spiritual person or anything like that at all. And this was the first time I'd ever really heard anything like this. And it, re it just hit me. I heard that my children weren't broken. In spite of everything that had happened to me and everything that had happened to them, like there, there is something within us as human beings that can never be broken. And it, it just gave me massive, massive hope that even though all these terrible things that I thought I would never be able to forgive myself for had happened to my children on my watch, um, there was hope there. And something changed in me that day something huge shifted in me that day and it wasn't easy like you say it wasn't an easy journey then um and you know that was in 2011 um and there was definitely a lot of years and initially when I came home that day and sort of I was really excited and I started to talk to my children about it and they thought that I'd gone crazy they just thought that I was mad um and they was oh no what's happened to mom now you know um and it's taken a long time and a lot of learning for me to to see that and put that into perspective. But as you said, you spoke to my niece um, just recently and obviously my niece um, knew me her whole life and she watched me be a mess. And then she saw something change in me. She saw something huge shift in me. So definitely that day, it, that's how it was for me it was night and day but then I guess there was a time then where I was um, integrating that into my life and actually learning to use what it is I'd heard and what it was I had learned um, and make sense of it 
And like you say, I can see in myself what, what I realize now is that we live in different levels of consciousness, you know, and, and we move between levels of consciousness all the time. And when you say, you know, sometimes your people pleasing can rear its head. What I see is if my levels of consciousness go low, then people pleasing is my go to place. So, <laughs> um, but what happens to me these days it's, is it's incredibly rare. That I will that I will find myself that low, really. But I can if I start to go low, I can feel those tendencies. I can feel that idea that I'm not good enough and that I need to find love outside of me. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, coming up in me if I go low. So, hmm. yeah, but it's, I guess it's about having that awareness, isn't it? Once you're aware that those feelings are there, you can have those tools to kind of be like, OK, hang on, what's going on here? Whereas when you're in the absolute depth of it all, you're not in that headspace to understand what's going on. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think awareness is, is key. Yeah. Awareness of who we are, awareness of the power that we have within us. Like yeah. our own minds are, are absolutely our greatest asset, but our minds are rather like fire and water. Like if you think of fire, we couldn't, be here if fire didn't exist you know our sun is a big ball of fire and it is absolutely vital to to everything in us you know we, we couldn't exist we wouldn't be here as human beings if the sun wasn't there and yet fire can destroy us so fire is one power that can be used in many many different ways and for me what a spiritual journey is is understanding this great power that we have within us our own mind the only thing that will ever destroy you or stop you is your own mind and the only thing that will ever free you and give you you know love freedom and connection is your own mind you know and, and water is the same you know water is life-giving one of the recent things that we did through MIB was a huge give back to you know to, to get <laughs> to get some water to a, a much much needed life-giving water yeah. to some school it's human right mm -hmm. exactly and yet water can kill us you know you put your head yeah. under the water too long so these these things you know like there is one power here I think one of the biggest mistakes and one of the things that I know when I look back over my life is I had the idea that there was good and evil there were two things right. and what I see now is there is one power that we get to use in different ways and our yeah. own mind yeah and our own mind is our is it is so powerful and if we learn to use it to our good and to the good of others our lives just blossom and become amazing if we misunderstand and you know fire it's not personal whether it burns you or not you know you can be you can be a really really good person one of the things you said earlier you know and I, I can remember feeling like this is well I'm a good person why wouldn't people like me yeah. and it's like it's not about whether you're good or bad in that sense you know fire isn't going to not burn you if you are good fire works a certain way and if you respect it and love it and understand it you can use it to your advantage and you know this this amazing power that we have this spiritual power we have it's the same it works in the same way no matter what we do it continues to work in the same way so if we learn to love it and respect it, then we can use it 
absolutely we can create amazing things in the world and, and use it in beautiful brilliant ways but if we don't understand it, however amazing, however good we are, if we don't understand it, mm-hmm. that I know one of the questions I get asked a lot is why do bad things happen to good people? Right. And it is because of this, you know, because if we understand who we are mm-hmm. and use this power well, we can do amazing things with it. But bad people can use power. Bad people, you know, when you look at <laughs> governments and the world, yes. <laughs> you don't want to get into any political well, yeah. But, you know, we can look, you can see that some very, very, not people I would like to to be doing things that, you know, we can still use this power and create things. And I think it is what I am on a mission to do. And I feel you're on the same mission is to have good people to instead of a lot of good people have these people pleasing tendencies and think you know oh, I, sh- I shouldn't have money I shouldn't fully be out in the world I shouldn't do these and it's like no you absolutely should you, you know good people people who are going to do good things it would be amazing if you understood your power and and fully owned and stood in that power and did beautiful things in the world that that would be great that's what we need hundred percent I love the way you put all of that I love the way that you you speak it's just like yes light bulb moments 100 percent and I'm still working through it I have to say I'm still very much working through it but I always come from a place of every time I show up whether that be in person online you know my mission is to help other people whether that be to laugh to cry through a release you know what you know and just I always go with that if one person if I can make one person feel good about themselves today in any shape or form I'm just going to keep showing up I feel like it's part of my sole purpose but there was a huge part of resistance of like I don't have anything to say again that am I good enough you know social media for example it can be very loud and there's moments where I'm quite introverted Mm. um so you know I'm still working through it but I'm but I'm working through it but I'm still doing it because I know that I have a purpose you know it's that thing we're constantly working through it but I'm like (laughs) but I'm still gonna do it anyway I'm still gonna go for it there was one line I have written this down I don't usually do a lot of notes it was on your website and I pulled it out it's like oh this is so beautiful I think I've got it right where it says the world becomes a playground and you are free to create a life um of your business of your dreams and I was thinking about playgrounds and connecting to our inner child and everything you were saying talk to me about that because I just I love that line it's just lovely (laughs) well what what I really saw um in this is that we are here. It, this is actually a safe space that we're in. I know when when we go back to to I said, you know, there's one power here. There is only mm. one power. And that power was if you look at it like this, it's a little bit of a metaphor and it's not exactly like this. But, you know, imagine this power is just love. It's goodness. There's nothing. It doesn't know anything. It doesn't know hot or cold or good or bad because there, there, there aren't those things. There's just pure bliss. It's a little bit bored. You know, I want something to do, wants a little bit of um, spice, you know. So this power created us as human beings and it created the illusion that there was two. Like when you take fire and water, you know, sometimes people can talk about those things. And, you know, if somebody's had a bad experience being in, in a fire or something, they'll say fire, they, they will be looking at it as if it was a bad thing. Yeah equally it's really really good you know it's it's life-giving and it's like this we 
we have come here and we've innocently and, and, and you know, to make this a playground, you need hot and cold. You need good and bad. You need to win or lose. To, yeah. You know, um, if you think of a book, you know, if you were to pick up a book um, and, you know, to sit down to have a nice cozy read and you open the first page and it said, um, once upon a time, there was a little girl. She was born. She was happy and she lived happily ever after. <laughs> right. What? You know, there's, yeah. there's no spice. There's nothing to get mm. your teeth into. Right. So the way that life works is it's so magical because we get to be here and to play and to really, really get our teeth into something. But we're completely safe because we are that power that created this. We're not separate from it. Right. And once this kind of show is over, if you like, we're just going to go back to that beautiful power. We're going to know ourselves as individuals like this, but we're just going to be a part of that power again. So we're completely safe here to play full out, to 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 kind of let it all go and just have fun. Have fun. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not a mistake that we want what we want. You know, this power that created this is is just mind-blowingly amazing you know when you look at the world it's just unbelievable mm -hmm. and the power that created this didn't it doesn't make mistakes and it's like if you if you are drawn to something if you love something or want to do something it's that's not a mistake you're here to create you know a business or have children or you know ride horses or climb mountains or you know collect beautiful cars whatever it is you want to do if your heart is called to do that then do it you know but I think when we get into this when we get insecure and we forget the truth of who we are when we forget that this is a safe space that we're in it can look incredibly scary and real you know <laughs> yeah 100% do you know what before I came on today I'm just going to talk about this because I always pull a card for like the guest okay. and the, yeah and it said imagination give yourself the permission to dream and I was thinking about this as well about that playground about just going for it and enjoying it and having that imagination just to to go with what comes up and what feels good so at what point so you've gone through a huge journey yourself the spiritual journey I just love listening to you I could listen to you all day but at what point did you think right I want to help others um well I want to come back and say something about that card that you pulled oh okay yes, yes. With, with, I'll, I'll answer your question first and then we'll come mm -hmm. so that kind of almost happened by mistake really mm -hmm. um uh I I ran sewing classes. That was one of the things that I used to do. I'm actually um, quite a, a seamstress. I used to make wedding dresses and do all sorts of things. And, and I taught sewing. So I used to have ladies come to my house to, you know, and I would, I would teach them sewing and I would just get into conversations with them. And obviously after this huge change, I mean, this change in me was night and day. It was massive. And my friends noticed it and my sewing ladies noticed it and they would kind of ask me you know what what's happened to you and I just knew things and I don't even know like when we've just been talking I don't 
really know. I have looked and studied and I've, I've definitely deepened my understanding and my knowledge and, and looked at what other spiritual teachers are teaching. But I know that there is one here. I, I know that from in, in my being. I know that that is true. And it's like, so people would ask me, you know, um, and very practical questions. What I really, really love about this, you know, we've, we've gone deeply into this, but I really saw ways to help my children deal with what they were going through from the backlash of, of you know, um, my one of my daughters tried to commit suicide. And, you know, I went through all sorts of things with my children. They, they, they weren't in a good place. Um, and I had the tools to to help them. I knew what to say and I knew how to parent them after after I had this moment um and my friends and people and my sewing ladies started to really notice that and were kind of saying you know people started to come to me if they were struggling with something or if they needed something and I just loved it I really I really really enjoyed it and at some point I decided that the sewing wasn't for me anymore that I just saw that 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 had been a great way to get me to be to stand at the front of the room and talk to people and learn how to teach people and how to um, understand um, how people presented when they when they wanted you to teach them something I guess you know it was it was really really good grounding and, and put me in, in really good stead but it was just became clear to me at some point that the sewing had to go because I, I needed to be teaching this full time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love it all about divine timing. So tell me what is next for Deb? Like, what have you got in the pipeline? What's going on? Well, that is a perfect thing to go back into um, what you said about yeah. um, imagination, actually. Yeah. What, a, what a perfect, perfect card. Um, because what what I am seeing is, you know, the way that this, this power that I talked about that we as human beings have, the way that it presents itself within us is the, the spiritual gift that we have of, of thought, awareness and to, to think, you know, as human beings, we are thinkers. Mm-hmm. And we can use our this power that we have of thinking in many, many different ways. And one of the, the amazing ways that we get to use it is to think creatively, to use our imagination mm-hmm. and using our creative thought, using our imagination. We can create those lives, those amazing, fantastic lives that we want out in the world. And I've really been playing with that. Um, I think I've taken that up to a next level, like really playing with that with my clients and um, myself with people. It's kind of, you know, hey, I want this. Let's use my imagination. Let's actually create this. So that's sort of what I'm really up to at the moment. And I've just just recently um, launched something called um, 365 Days of Cracking Creation. And it's it's all about consciously creating. And it is um, for 365 days, a whole year, you get an email from me, a short email from me every day, just nudging you in this direction. Because what I see from my own journey and people that I've worked with is there is so much absolutely delicious, gorgeous depth to our spiritualness, to this understanding. Um, and I think if you just put your toe in the water, oh, you, you don't get to, you, you know, to, to the, the amazingness of it. Um, and so 
to me to completely to make conscious creation a way of life I just decided that I would do this 365 days of just tiny little nudges taking you in that direction every single day so that's what I'm up to at the moment (laughs) do you know what that's beautiful so you you basically have like Deborah in your pocket every day I love it sign me up sign me up it's absolutely amazing I always ask my guests one sort of random question, but I'm not really going to ask you a random one because it's pretty much what we've been talking about. For any lady who's listening right now who knows that she's a people pleaser because she's exhausted by trying to be everything for everybody and she doesn't even know who she is anymore. And I know that it probably wouldn't be just a one answer, but what advice would you give to that listener today? You have more inside you than you have any idea. Find a way to look there. And if you're listening to this podcast and hearing that, you will know there will be something drawing you, but find a way to look inside yourself for the answer. Oh, she's so beautiful. (laughs) I could speak to you all day. I really, really could. Like I said at the beginning, you are an earth angel. You're a beautiful soul with a gorgeous mission. Love being in your energy. And I can't wait to see what you bring next, apart from your 365 (laughs) days. Honestly, so much excitement. It's going to be amazing. Absolutely amazing. So thank you so much for being our guest today. And I'll speak to you soon. The feeling is totally mutual. Thank you very, very much. Lots of love. Take care. And before you go today, do come and check out what it is that I do over at Spiritual Sisters Collective. You'll find me on Facebook. I've got a community group and a page. You'll also find me over at Instagram at Lisa Williams Spiritual Mentor. And you can also check out my website at spiritualsisterscollective.vipmembervault.com. Speak to you soon.